Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. This is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of August 14th. The theme this week is the rainbow connection. So I want you to think about how after a storm comes the rainbow and that imagery of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And there's a beautiful song that was the Muppets saying about the rainbow connection. So yeah, I want you to really think about this going through the week because I think it aligns up with the astrology. And there are three big things I want you to think about. So the first is the sun is opposite Saturn on Sunday. It's the big transit of the week. And the sun rules our confidence, our vitality, our ego, our essence. And Saturn is boundaries, restrictions, discipline, all the ST words, structure, stamina, stability, things like that. Saturn's also a should word. So with this opposition where the sun and Saturn are as far apart as they can be, it can be a difficult transit. The sun is in Leo and Leo, it's Leo season. We've been really thinking about, you know, how we want to shine in this world. And so when we come up against these Saturnian restrictions and Saturn's in Aquarius, the sign of the collective This aspect can bring up feelings of loneliness and separation or lack of confidence or frustration about like the walls you have come up against while you're trying to achieve your goals and your dreams. So just be aware that that is coming to a head. But once we get past it this week, there are a lot of really beautiful aspects that I think can really propel you forward. And there could be like a lot of aha moments and things could finally start coming together and start clicking in some ways. Now, there'll still be difficulties. I mean, it's life, but I think a lot of people will have a different perspective at the end of this week than they had at the beginning of this week and feel a lot more hopeful at that stage. The second thing I want you to notice is that there's a last quarter moon at 26 degrees of Taurus on Thursday. And the last quarter moon is the psychological integration of the moon cycle. And the moon cycle is all about making the subconscious conscious. And so there's three things that can be really, awareness can be coming to you about this week with this aspect. Number one, from the goals you set at the Leo New Moon about how you want to pursue joy for yourself, the actions you wanted to take to make your dreams come true. You know, as you've worked through this week at the twists and the turns, there's been a lot of upheaval with the energy with the Mars, Uranus, and North Node coming together, and then Mars squaring Saturn. There's just been a lot going on. So you can really think about the work you did to meet your goals and how 
you came up against restrictions, what you got past, what you didn't get past, and what you can let go of with this. And this also is part of a moon phase family, as all moon cycles are. And so the new moon in this cycle was at two degrees of Gemini on May 22nd, 2020. So this is one of the cycles that crosses signs. Gemini is an air sign and Taurus is an earth sign. So there may have been like more ideas you were percolating about then, but maybe think about, look back to what was going on in your life at that time and what has come to fruition that you were working on back then or any like little ideas. It was something sparked about that time. Now, this was a time where we were in lockdown. So by May at this time, people were like, figuring out how they wanted to move forward in some ways or taking back up some holidays or hobbies because they didn't have to do so much work because they didn't have to commute a couple hours a day for some people who had the luxury to work at home. The first quarter moon of the cycle was at one degree of Gemini on February 19th, 2021. The sun was in Pisces and the moon in Gemini. So yeah, did you have new dreams then from before the pandemic that were coming to life? And then at the full moon phase on November 19th, 2021, the sun was at 27 Scorpio and the moon at 27 Taurus. So this moves into that earth axis. Yeah, what was revealed? This was a lunar eclipse. So a lot of big stuff happened around then. Now it also activated Algol. So there was some intensity for some people, but also there was a lot of happy times. A bunch of people got engaged and And yeah, there was a lot of celebratory energy around that time. So if you have planets around 25 Taurus to 4 Gemini, think about if there is a story that has been revealed. And now with the sun in Leo at the last quarter moon at 26 Leo and the moon at 26 Taurus, it's a really great reflection point to think about, yeah, How have your dreams changed? How are you taking action differently? What have you manifested or what are you still working on on these next nine months of this cycle? Yeah, and Mars is at 29 degrees at this lunation. 29 is the last degree of the sign. It's at 29 Taurus. This is an anoretic degree. These degrees are very karmic. It's like, All this energy is held in this degree of the whole sign. So Mars, how we take action in Taurus, you know, how we find pleasure and comfort and build our resources and, you know, manifest in the world. There could be like a real emotional connection with the moon at 26 and Mars at 29 Taurus. So they're essentially conjunct. So yeah, watch your energy, watch your frustration or anger or drive. But yeah, this could be a time where you really can have some real pride potentially about what you've worked on. Or if you feel like you haven't gotten enough done, you know, you still have nine months to continue through this cycle. Yeah. So think about that. The Sabian symbol for Mars 
at 29 Taurus is a peacock parading on the terrace of an old castle. So it'll be really interesting to see if anything comes up regarding this Sabian symbol because there are two big stories of the month that relate to this theme of the peacock parading. Number one, Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan was the Mars-Uranus-North Node conjunction. It caused an international crisis with China. They pitched a fit about her going because they consider Taiwan part of their territory. They threatened to shoot her plane out of the sky. That's very Mars-Uranus. Uranus rules aviation. And after her visit, they continued to talk about it and run military drills and firing off weapons that landed in Japan's territory and decided not to come to talks with the United States and other countries. So this has been a big thing and it's continued to escalate. And so something could be coming to the fore at this last quarter moon. Also, especially because the moon is on 26 Taurus, which is Nancy Pelosi's Mars. She has her Mars on Algol, that fixed star I love to talk about. That's this intense energy. The second thing was the United States took out a terrorist that was also part of this big conjunction in Afghanistan. He was the number two of Al-Qaeda but the architect of 9-11 and a bunch of other terrorist attacks. He was standing on his balcony and we took him out with a Hellfire missile, I think it's called. Anyway, it has these blades that cut very Mars Uranus, like nine blades or something. And the building was left standing as well as no one else was hurt but this terrorist. So it was a pretty, it really brings to mind this peacocking imagery, both Nancy Pelosi as well as us taking out this terrorist. So we'll see if we see additional information on the stories as Mars is at that anoretic degree at this lunation, which really activates it. But for ourselves in our own lives, we're really thinking about the psychological integration of both the moon cycle this week, the lunar eclipse from last year, and this big story that started in May of 2020, seeing if there's a thread that connects everything. The third thing I want you to think about this week is that Mars will enter Gemini on Saturday until March 23rd, 2023. It is going to be in the sign of Gemini for over six months. So we're really going to get a chance to sit in that energy. So I want you to look at your chart and see which house or houses Gemini rules. I want you to stay present as Mars enters Gemini to see if you notice a revving up or some kind of story because Mars will go retrograde on October 30th through January 12th of next year. And so when a planet goes retrograde, there can be, you know, some difficulties with it. And Mars, how we take action and the air sign of Gemini can have a lot to do with our communication as well as our mental processing. This could stimulate anxiety for some people or impulsiveness. So really notice how you're feeling. I think it's going to be important for you. 
Another thing to think about is your cybersecurity. And we'll talk more in depth about this as we get closer to the retrograde phase. But for right now, I want you to really notice the house that it's in, the topics it rules, if you notice any stories around that. And if you don't know for your chart which houses it rules or you want my input, what you can do is go to the link in my snip feed, which will be posted here. And I have a feature called Ask Me Anything, and it's Ask Me Anything about your natal chart, and you can give me your details, and I will just make a little video for you about what I see and what I think it may, what may come to light with this Mars retrograde transit. This is a great, less expensive option for you to work with me, and then you may decide you want to come get a full reading after you get your Mars and Gemini hot take. On Sunday, the word of the day is surveillance. So I want you to be aware of your emotions and your surroundings. This is probably the toughest day of the week. We start the week with the moon in Pisces, and this is the day that Sun in Leo will oppose Saturn in Aquarius, both at 21 degrees, where you can have that feelings of separation or loneliness. Maybe some people will feel that the separation was worth it because they achieved things they put in a lot of hard work for, but oppositions often come in through other people, and there could be some difficulties with the ones we love. So keep that in mind. Mercury is on the fixed star Procyon, and Procyon's like a firework, a firecracker, like things can just happen really fast, and is King Kunk's Chiron. So Mercury's in Virgo, and can say something like really caustic or sarcastic or mean to be witty, but it can come off really in a way that hurts someone's feelings. And Chiron and Aries, the wounded healer, yeah, there can be a wound. They're both at 16 degrees. So watch for what you're saying, especially if you're reacting to something someone else said. And then the moon enters Aries at 1.42 p.m. Pacific time, and that can get the person fired up. And yeah, I love an Aries moon. I love this fiery energy. But if you're feeling hurt or somebody else is feeling hurt, they can lash out. So I want you to keep that in mind on this day. And this is why you need to be aware of your emotions and aware of other people's emotions. Mars is also parallel Uranus. And this is a secret conjunction where they're together. And this can be that risky, reckless behavior Anne H., the actress who was quite famous back in the 90s, she's got problems with alcohol. She got drunk, got in her car, started driving like a bat out of I don't know what, and ran into a garage at an apartment building. The people tried to get her to get out of the car. She wouldn't get out of the car. She sped off and ran into someone's house with her car, and the house is now uninhabitable. The woman was sitting in there with her dogs. Thankfully, she wasn't hurt, but Anne H.'s car burst into flames. She's got like burnt up, you know, her body, and she's now in the hospital, at least she is while I'm taping this, with serious burns, most likely to be put in jail for this reckless, reckless behavior. So just keep that in mind that this is still in the air. This has been going on since August 4th, and it doesn't separate until Tuesday. So 
people are still going to be acting out in such a matter. So just keep that in mind. And now Mars is on Algol, that fixed star that is intense. It's the beheading star where people can, you know, try to figuratively take off your head for something you've said potentially. And it's trying Pluto. So that's like Mars. There's easy aspects to like just going, you know, ballistic with this. Pluto is Mars on steroids. It's a higher octave of Mars. So keep that in mind. And I also want you to be aware of your surroundings. If you're out, there've been a lot of shootings and things lately, which is not surprising because of the astrology, but just keep yourself aware of your emotions, you know, surveilling how other people are behaving so that you can stay safe. And Venus is conjunct Lilith. So women won't be feeling like being a subservient. No, they will not. So yeah, there's a couple things going on. But Sun is on the asteroid of more. So remember the love if your loved one really works your nerves on this day. But it's the hardest day of the week. On Monday, the word of the day is dissemination. And dissemination is when we share what we've learned. And the disseminating moon starts at 7 Aries at 2.51 a.m. Pacific time. So at this point in the moon phase is when we're supposed to share information. And Mercury is in Virgo, a sign it loves to be in. Mercury are mental processes. It's trying the north node, both at 17. The north node is in Taurus. You may get the understanding of what your pileup story is of the Mars-Uranus North Node, if you don't know already. It's a great idea to connect with allies or talk about your plans you have with someone. It's a great day to brainstorm ideas on how you want to move forward because you could get like that rainbow coming through with this energy. Now, the sun is sesquiquadrate, Jupiter, so there may be some frustration, but if you keep focused on your big dreams and your goals, you really can break through to the other side. So share what you've learned, talk with others. This is a great day to be clear and concise with what you're saying. Yeah, I love it. On Tuesday, the word of the day is brilliant. So again, Mercury in Virgo is trying Uranus. Again, a lovely aspect. So it's a great day for ideas and downloads to figure out how you want to Uranus and Taurus manifest things. These big changes, paradigm shifts may come to you. Now, remember, Jupiter and the moon are in Aries. So like there can be this real enthusiasm with this energy. So keep that in mind. Now, the moon enters Taurus at 7.22 p.m. Pacific time. So that's an earth sign where you like can really get the plans and get grounded as well. And Taurus moon energy, we really like to take the opportunity when the moon is in Taurus to simplify, to enjoy simple pleasures, to have a great meal. These are some things to think about doing once the moon goes into Taurus. On Wednesday, the word of the day is visualize. As things come to you, write them down all week. This is a week to have your pen and your paper nearby you or your voice memo on your phone. And just like if ideas come to you, just speak them or write them down because they can be very ephemeral. Like here one second, gone the next. 
The sun is King Kunk's Neptune, the sun with Neptune. Neptune's that dreamy energy, the fog, the mist. Don't push too hard on this day. It's a really great day to just kind of be and flow. Mercury's also contra-parallel Neptune. So again, I think like visualizing, taking time, like just to close your eyes and see what is there, whether you're working on a work project or something personal or just want to connect in with your inner voice, I think this is the day to do it. On Thursday, the word of the day is crystallization. So Venus in Leo is trying Jupiter and Aries. So I love this fire energy of the two benefics talking to each other. Venus, what we love. Venus rules resources. Venus rules our desires. Jupiter is the great expander that makes everything bigger. These Venus sweetens. Jupiter stabilizes. I absolutely love this energy for crystallizing things. Yes. So Mercury and Virgo is King Kung Saturn. In Aquarius, they're both at 21 degrees. So ideas can take shape and form. Venus and Jupiter are at eight degrees of their respective signs. So this is just a great day for crystallization as well. It's just the day for the last quarter moon at 26 Taurus at 9.36 p.m. Pacific time, this psychological integration. But I think it's also a time where things were may just click and you see that pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. On Friday, the word of the day is peacocking. It's a great day to feel good about yourself and powerful. There's this lion energy. Mercury's on the fixed star Denobola at 21 Virgo. And so Denobola is the lion's tail, and it's like about non-conforming. There's potential for unusual business opportunities. So think about on this day where you've broken free from things, whether it's from a job you don't like or family patterns that you've overcome. I really want you to take some time to feel powerful and feel good about yourself and celebrate yourself. Now, Venus and Leo is parallel Mars and Taurus. So you can celebrate silently or you can peacock to the outside world where you like can really feel good about the actions you have taken with that energy of the Venus-Mars parallel. Yeah, Sun is King Kong's Pluto in Capricorn, both at 26. Think about feeling empowered and how you can make adjustments to really assert yourself. I think this is wonderful. There's a lot of great energy on this day for you to really, really connect with your inner roaring voice of the lion. The moon enters Gemini at 12.56 a.m. Pacific time. So communication is a big part of this day as well. Communicating with yourself, writing things down. You can communicate with someone who you feel comfortable with talking about your accomplishments as well. On Saturday, the word of the day is document. Definitely, if you haven't so far, get out your journal. I want you to be aware Mars enters Gemini at 12.56 a.m. and will be there till March, as I told you. So I want you to be noticing all weekend if you see a story come to light. Now, Mercury is also approaching an opposition with Neptune. So 
things may not be as they seem for some things. So keep that in mind as you move through the day, documenting things in your journal or your voice app or what have you. So think about those things. But I think this can be an amazing week that starts with difficulty, but hopefully gets better. Now, there could be some really big things in the collective with Algol being activated. That star is associated with tragedy or catastrophes. But we'll see, you know, these things are isolated. So the chances that, you know, it impacts yourself is not high. So let's not get too worried about that. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about the transits this week or how the daily themes are playing out or if any of the words really connect with you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.